plastic miniatures. Nine double-sided character boards. 64 health and stamina cubes. What does that mean? Oh, they're just cubes. They're not dice. I don't know, man. I don't know. That's weird. A rule book? This board game comes with a rule book. Yeah. That's probably why it's $150. A rule book. <laughs> a rule book. As opposed to the rules. Like a novel. Yeah, it, it might as well be. This is crazy. Is it? Well, I'm, well, it's Dark Souls, so like... Oh, jeez. Look oh, at that. Yeah, it's pretty big. That's pretty good. Look, there's Cthulhu in the... Gooding! Well... <laughs> I just realised we're still recording. <laughs> um, and uh, look at that. It's like a dragon thing. That's crazy. That's awesome. Oh, hey, guys. How's it going? <laughs> just casually reading... Might have to bleep out one of those bits. <laughs> yeah, Jamie Jamie couldn't control himself. I'm just looking at this Dark Souls board game, and it's $150. And it's from a place that's normally got really cheap stuff. Like, really cheap, but it's Gameology. Look, so I don't like, know, man. I didn't make the board game. Well, I know that, but like... Wow. Well, were you I'm sure lying. about that? <laughs> well, I, I didn't know, check. Let me check. Well, I know that you didn't make it. Well, I'm honoured. <laughs> I'm honoured you didn't think I could make something this, like this. I mean, it looks kind of cool, but I mean, it doesn't look that detailed. It's probably just the miniatures that cost really a great deal. Probably, yeah. Oh, welcome to 8-Bit Bards, everyone. Welcome. Welcome back to the inn. It's good to see you. It's good to see you again. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to put the voice on. Oh, you're a dwarf now, are you? Uh, no. Welcome back. <laughs> That's professional. <laughs> but if you had the hybrid of Pokemon Snap mixed with Hearthstone, that's what you're going to get. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Welcome back. <laughs> do, do, do. No, do, don't. Do, 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 <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Do, do, do. It's a great game. Yeah, something I mean, like we've that. featured it once. Yeah, so it's fun. totally great. Oh, how are you guys doing? I hope you're doing well. Cool. All right. Good answer. Yeah, All right. I'm, let's I'm, go. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm doing well. Oh, that's good. Well, I didn't ask you, but I mean, I was going to save that for next episode. <laughs> you got to space them out. A cliffhanger, you know? Yeah, a cliff. And next episode, I'm going to ask how he's going. And then I'm going to not answer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, uh, no further questions. <laughs> no further questions. <laughs> Oh, dude, we're doing another game this time. Yeah, one of like the best a games. specific game, yeah. And some of the game that you haven't even played. Yes, I know. It's very disappointing. That's alright, you'll get around to it. I probably will end up going... I probably will end up going home... No, that was right. Sorry, I thought I got the tenses wrong there. Going home and playing it? Going home and playing this again, most likely. Because I... Alright, so for those who don't know, obviously we haven't mentioned it yet. We are reviewing Shovel Knight's soundtrack this time. Uh, make by the make wait may I can't talk today. This is this is good for the start of podcast. Uh, yeah, soundtrack written by Jake Kaufman. There you go. He's a genius to say the least. He's, he's pretty awesome. Um, he, he's very good at doing uh, melodies. Yes. Uh, catchy, memorable uh, melodies, and mm. he's very good in like eight bit fake bit style. Yes. Absolutely. That's probably one of his preferred styles, I'd say. Yeah, whether it concerns Shovel Knight, Shantae, um, what are what are the other games he's done? You would know off the top of your head. I can't remember off the top of my head. Okay, we'll, we'll do, one day we'll do an episode on him, though, because he's done many games. Yes, for sure. I think of this as like a little teaser for the, him, The I main suppose. two are Shantae and Shovel Knight, though. Absolutely. They're the ones that people remember the most. 
Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, gonna get stuck into this. It's gonna be a lot of nice 8-bit soundtrack for you because, um, I don't know if we mentioned in the past, I'm pretty sure we did. He did this on the Famid Tracker. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. So Which bas- is basically a tracker system that, uh, it's supposed to make music for the console. So the Family Tracker makes music for the Famicom, which is the old uh, NES system from Japan. Yes, of course. So it's basically the NES. Um, so it's legit. It's like there's a little bit of compression on drums and things like that just to amp it up a bit. But other than that, it's completely legit 8-bit style. Which is what they were going for for the whole game because even the uh, color palette uh, would have been able to be recreated. Yeah, they had to do things like downgrading the sprites and things like that. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. So it makes it like pretty genuine, which is something like... I mean, it would have been done, but uh, I would imagine a lot of other games uh, have been like... Not fake bit. I guess you could not... Well, I guess it's called fake bit. Where like they they recreate the whole 8-bit style but use color schemes that wouldn't have been possible on yeah. the console or like certain sprites that wouldn't have been possible. Yeah. It's like that just a recreation but still using modern technology. Whereas this was like made that could have been legitimately for the most part on a original Nintendo console. So yeah. I honestly I hope that the next if they do another game, mm. I hope that it's in Super Nintendo style. That would be really cool. I, I actually saw a game recently that I thought was made by Yacht Club Games. Um, oh, yeah? It was like a, it was on Game Grumps. It was um, like a ninja one. It looked very similar, but I don't think it was made by them. It, it had oh, okay. such a similar style. Do you remember to what it. it was called? No, I don't, unfortunately. But um, it looked really cool. Um, they played like I think just an episode of it. It might have been just a demo too at the point, but um. I don't think it was by them, even though it reminded me a lot of their kind of style. Yeah. Um, so it might have been by them, might not have been, but either way, it looked really cool and reminded me a lot of Shovel Knight. Um, I had a really good experience with this game. I know you did. Yeah, um, I think most people did. I loved the soundtrack. I 100%ed the main game, just haven't got around to the DLC yet, um, and I'll probably try and 100% that. It's just a... It's, it's frustrating. I mean, that's, you know, all those platformers of that era were. Yeah. And just with the with the achievements of the two just make, gives it that extra layer. Frustrating but rewarding. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. For sure. Um, especially trying to aim for those achievements like the, um, like, uh, no, like the speedy once. one, don't die once. No upgrades. No upgrades. Um, even like the new game plus mode was pretty tricky as well. First time trying to do it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty awesome game. So, all right, well, let's, let's get stuck into it. I agree. So, uh, first track, Strike the Earth. Mm. This is uh, a song that pretty much everyone knows who's played the game. It's uh, once you get into it, level one, it's, uh, it's good stuff. All right, let's have a listen. Yeah.
You know, I always imagine when I'm hearing this is, um, you know how with Shovel Knight you can do that slight crouch? Oh yeah, just that <laughs> tiny little like... I like, I like yeah. doing that to the song, like the, yeah. even like with it's just like to the beat, or like a little rapidly fast one. Yeah, I like agree. It's, <laughs> it's just enough for it to be amusing. I'm pretty sure you can dodge some moves with that too. Oh, just because like it's slightly yeah. lower than the, the yeah. The, yeah, that's cool. Oh, this has got to be like one of my favorite level one pieces of music. Yeah, I, like it's of any kind of game. Yeah. Just what a way to. I mean, this game is very much based on the concepts of a lot of older games, especially like Mega Man style. Mm. And I kind of get that feeling of Mega Man because Mega yeah, Man was is... so like side scroller, epic music for every single level yep. kind of style. Um, it also had the different robots, which were like the different bosses, yes. same as this. It's, yeah, so it's, it grabs a lot from Mega Man, yeah. um, for sure. And uh, yeah, this is just uh, such a good introduction. Yeah. Um, yeah, it really sets the stage. Yeah. Like, it's got that, like you said, like, Jade Kaufman's really good with those main melodies. It sure is. Um, and just the harmonic movement, too, is really cool. Um... And the B section as well is just so epic. Yeah. As well, like it's a, oh, it's just so good. But yeah, there's really that main focus on the melody, like yeah. that main melody on top, like and just that simple like you know percussion, like we were kind of replicating that. Doop, doop, yeah. Doop. <laughs> like that little simple thing. Um, yeah. yeah. It's just such a, it's such a good track. It is. It, it's it's difficult to really even talk about it other than it's just amazing mm. and it's got it's got those rhythms like triplets and stuff like that yes. which which always sticks in your head those kinds of like um syncopated rhythms and stuff like that always mm. help to solidify it all in your head you know what i like he um what he does with his main melodies he puts the tremolo at the end of them yeah you know the wah, 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 yeah wah. yeah that's which, what, uh, if you hear that little vibration at the end of the notes, that's the tremolo. Yeah. Um, which kind of, it's it's having sort of a vibrato effect rather than a tremolo, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. tremolo is like between notes, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. like vibrato. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. Oh, it's just so groovy as well. I mean, Jake Kaufman does a lot of groovy tracks to just yeah. get you really um, in the mood, I think. Um, yeah, a lot of syncopation. Yeah. It's just a nice one to start off with. I agree. A good adventurous one. Fitting at the world that it is that are, you know, kind of uh, planes, introduction to the enemies and stuff. It's, mm. uh, it is very nice indeed. Okay. Right. Well, Ooh. let's keep it going. Second track. Now, we're skipping quite a fair while through the game. Um, this is past the first town and all the way to the second oh, wow. town did... in the game. Oh, just realized. Yeah, we skipped, like, quite a few worlds. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... Uh, this one, second town of the game, it's a little bit more run down, a little bit more gruff and uh, tough than the first town. Mm. And um, still a great melody, though. I love that first town. I love the kid that's like, I can run really fast and then Shovel Knight just <laughs> runs yeah. fast like it's nothing. I'm the fastest person, like nothing. So this song's called Courage Under Fire. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs>
I don't remember that second section that we were just fading out of. Yeah, it's that a good like time. stretched out bit. There's a reason why I put it on the list. Come on. Interesting. You gotta trust me. But more. did you put it on for that bit? Huh? <laughs> did I you put, put it on it? for the whole song. I think the whole song's excellent. I I don't remember that at all. It's still I guess because I, I never. Still yeah, no, I know. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> um, I just. Uh, yeah, I don't really remember. I guess I didn't really like pay too much attention in this town. Um, to the to the second section at least. Um, I remember spending quite a bit of time here because you had to find that after you go into the hat salesman guy and he hides and you got to go find him and so you got to go searching around the, the uh, town to go find the different uh, places yeah. that he hides. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember that. I guess it has been a while since I played the game yeah. as well, so that makes sense. Um, you can take the lead on this one. I yeah. Think. Well, th this is sort of more my pick. That I, I think wanted. so. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, it's just a melody that I like. Again, with Jake Hoffman and melodies, but this one in particular, for some reason, sticks in my head. Mm. Um, even more than some of the other ones. It really is catchy for me. You just like minor music. Yes, <laughs> I do. I love minor music. And I also kind of like this like quasi-walking bass that it's got in this song, which I think is kind of cool. Like oh, it, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, it's definitely got a very... Uh, mellow, not hopeful, like, at all. Like, the, the place is definitely run down and there's no hope for this town kind yeah. of thing. Like, there isn't any hopeful bits to this music. No. Like, it's just kind of, you know, while the town's still running, it's not like all, all is lost, but, you know, there's not really much hope for it. Yeah, they're running, but, like, no one's really super happy. But, but... I don't know, like, you think I wouldn't enjoy a song that's just not happy at all, but I do, I think it's really- I think that's it's... right up your alley. <laughs> Look, that's probably fair. But, that being said, actually, yeah. I'm the kind of person that doesn't, um, I can enjoy horrible things. In yeah. that, like, from a creative standpoint, mm. you know, I see something totally messed up that's horrible and I think that's so cool that's so oh, yeah. creative and yeah. so awesome and I guess I get that feeling from this too yeah the, I, I mean like there's one that we didn't include in the end of the list that's uh, very chaotic and uh, to be honest the boss fight's actually not too chaotic it's just like ghosts and stuff yeah. but like the actual music is like so crazy so and has mental. no form at all yeah. I'm like it's probably one of my favourite pieces of music to yeah. be honest if I was a separator because it's interesting it's yeah. different it's just uh, quite crazy. So, yeah, I agree with that whole notion for sure. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, in terms of fitting in the environment, absolutely it does, for sure. Um, I, I like the fact that this game has villages and can kind of, you know, bring it down a bit more. Um, because otherwise this game would just be full of the crazy um, level sort of yeah. music. and uh, Upbeat, intense music the whole time. And yeah. you don't want the whole game to be oversaturated, so they have to break it up. I'm glad that Jake Kaufman actually created things like this because, uh, or had the chance to, because otherwise his music would be just so oversaturated with the crazy stuff. It'd be overpowering if yeah. it's the only thing you ever heard. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. All Speaking right. of uh, not overpowering at all. Yeah, you want to introduce this one? This next one's, uh, yeah, so basically, as you're going through the game, for those who had never played it, spoilers, um, it's not really a spoiler. But um, your whole goal is to save your 
companion slash would you even say wife or girlfriend or anything it's not really i'd say that they're interested in each other it's more just like companion but yeah slight interest there um uh shield knight and uh because she's a love been, story it's a love yeah she gets captured and you're basically going through this adventure trying to save her standard kind of story you know the whole prince trying to save the princess from the dragon even though the princess is the same kind of fighter as the yeah. as the shovel knight um well that's the twist but we won't say that's it yes exactly um but uh yeah so while this is all going on uh shovel knight's having these uh dream sequences about you know saving her um this happens later on in the game but around the beginning of like it's the first kind of dream sequences is a bit more happier um this is where it's a bit more mellow and uh yeah we'll uh have a listen to it what's it called it's called the requiem of shield knight question for you with this one go for it compared to like the first one like the happier one I'm, I'm trying to think of why this is fitting of like this point of the game and why because the stakes are more dire you know it's getting the game's getting harder it's more intense it's like at the start it's like all right adventure time kind of thing and yeah. so the the dream sequence is a little bit more happy because it's not as stressed but as, as you get deeper and deeper into it it's like, there's no going back kind of thing. This this is do or die. I guess you could take it to as like the, uh... It's getting closer to the end of the journey, so he's getting really tired. He's like, endurance is sort of running out. That's it's true. Like, yeah. You know, I'm running out of time. I actually... Running out of stamina. I Like, from a gameplay perspective, it's good. Because you're like, oh, free money. Kill the enemies and get the free money. And yeah, just yeah. Like, but from a, from a storytelling and emotional perspective, this song is excellent. Because... You, if you think about it, if let's just say that you're um, playing this game and you're not a super experienced gamer like mm. you or me, yeah, um, this would be a really interesting part because you'll be like fighting back the enemies and struggling to, mm. and there'll be so many of them, it'll be so overwhelming, yeah, and and then like no matter what happens, you see you see Shield Knight falling and and you you drop everything to go and like catch her. Mm. That's such a cool emotional storytelling thing through yeah. gameplay. Like, despite all the enemies and that you like can barely survive, yeah. you still ignore it all to catch Shield Knight. And I think that that's really cool. Yeah, if there's one thing that this game has, especially even comparing it to like other 8-bit games, because like we've mentioned in the past, or I've mentioned in the past, the um... NES games were very arcadey because we were still coming out of that era where like arcade games and Atari was still, you know, very much about getting a high score than anything else. And so 
story games were only just beginning to come out. Mm. And so seeing this was such a very compelling and uh, interesting and almost like heartwarming story was just... Uh, it's just really nice to see in this like 8-bit style. Yeah. Um, you know, not a lot of... Uh, like you don't need graphics and voice over and you yeah. know like dialogue and that kind of thing to tell a really compelling story just good good solid storytelling yeah um it's also uh, i don't think we mentioned but this dream sequence is actually like you wake up and the whole place is like white like a dream yes yeah. and she's falling from the sky mm. uh, really high up and basically enemies run at you from both sides of the screen you have to fight them back and then when she falls it goes into slow-mo right. as she's about to hit the ground and you like go and catch her now the interesting thing is you don't have to catch her it doesn't even matter yeah but i always try to catch her it's like it's kind of depressing actually when you don't catch her because it's like oh no I failed yeah and then but like, it doesn't you really matter because it's a dream and you even know that it doesn't really matter but but you still do it anyway it's so cool mm. like that's so creative the way they've done that mm. for sure and um I think what even makes this song even more impactful is when you come out of the dream sequence there's silence there's no, oh, sorry there's no music it's just the uh like I'm trying crickets. to remember, like the crickets, like the yeah. it's just daytime and like the fires yeah, out, yeah, yeah, and you just move, get up and move along, dig up the fire, and so dig up the fire <laughs> for some for some extra cash, yeah, um, yeah, no, it's and in terms of the music itself, um, very smooth. I love the bass, the yeah. especially at the beginning, the yeah, the just drone. Like, oh, everything fades in and out. It's like very much Feels like a very wave. Dreamy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, very dreamlike. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Perfect. Exactly. Excellent. Excellent work, Jake. <laughs> You've yeah, done no. it again. <laughs> there you go. And we've got a few more to go and we're <laughs> going to be raving about it just as much. All right. So this one, this one's one of my favorite ones. I quite like it. It's Ooh. called uh, High Above the Land. Uh, the most important part for me is the sort of B section. I think it's the B section. It has so. a very like floating melody and it's really nice. Hopefully we can actually get up to it. What's the uh what's the night this one? What what's the name of the propeller night? Propeller night, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Alright, let's have a listen. a nice melody it is it really is um it's just so it, it sounds like it's flying which is exactly what you want because it's a flying stage yeah of course 
I love those rats that are like propelling on the. Oh, the rats! Yeah. Like, the fly, like they're like no idea what they're doing. Like the face of like someone just threw this on me, and okay, I guess yeah, I'm I know here I'm now. going. <laughs> and then oh no, bye. Yeah. <laughs> a shovel knight just lands a shovel right into. Yeah, the, the equivalent of like a goomba with wings. Like, uh, yeah. just, <laughs> it's like I don't know how I got these on me, and now I'm dead. <laughs> Pretty much, like that face of just like contentment. Yeah. It wasn't even content, just like... It's just acceptance. Oh, jeez. That's funny. But yeah, like, yeah, it literally feels like you're flying. And I I can honestly say that like, as far as I can remember, I know a lot of these uh, pieces of music have good harmonic movement, but there's something about the movement of this that's just like... It's really gentle. Different. It like sticks out. Yeah. Compared to all the other ones. Um, maybe it's just like the particular key that it's in because I think it's B minor. I could be wrong uh, or at least like yeah, it's interesting It goes into it'd it. It'd be interesting to analyze the piece and have a look at how it actually moves because I don't have perfect pitch But if I had to guess I would say that the progressions moving in thirds or something And if it's not moving in thirds, then they'll be doing it in some other way But because when you move in thirds harmonically, mm. it's very like floaty. It doesn't really resolve. It's not strong. It's quite a weak progression, but mm. but that leaves it open to being like open and flowy. Uh, but if yes. you do like one fives and you know you're doing like big strong, you know dominant res resolutions, then it's not as floaty like this. Yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Unless they do it so. in a different way. Like I'm not listening. To exactly yeah. what chords they're playing, but that's just my yeah. hypothesis, no, I guess. That's, that's fair enough. Um, it's interesting because you've got like a bit of a contrast there too with the uh, you got like the floaty melody and then you got a bit more of a rhythmic section here as well, which is yeah. kind of like the, the same bit as the beginning. The percussions are pretty intense in most of the songs, actually. Yes, absolutely. Keep I was gonna going to mention for the uh, what was it the second. Oh, sorry, for the uh, armor, vi armor village as well, the second village, that was very uh, military. And a lot of these do have yeah. that military kind of rhythm. Uh, the... Anyway, I can't really recreate it. But yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> like um, like that snare drum, you know, the yeah. marching beat. Yeah. And I know they're limited to the sounds that they can use on this, but... Uh, you're, th you're thinking of an Imperial March. I am, but it's an Imperial March, yes. It is. Well, yes. Well, yeah, it, yeah, it is a it is a march of the imperial variety. Exactly. Now I want to play Star Wars. What are you doing to me? It's a shame we can't play Star Wars games on this because it's basically just the movie music, and we we'd can get, still do it. We'd get sued beyond we repair. About, we can talk about whatever we want. That's true. Uh, we'd be uh eight bit movies. Eight bit movies. Eight bit movies. <laughs> that would be kind of cool. It would be. I'd cool. watch an eight bit movie. Eight bit movie. Is there even a thing? That exists out There's there. There's pixels from movie. Adam Sandler. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Classic 8-bit movie. You know, like, I'm looking at the top, like, top one list of 8-bit movies. There's Adam Sandler's face with Pac-Man in the background. Un unpopular opinion right here. I love Adam Sandler. I haven't actually seen it, so I can't really I've judge. never seen it either, but I love almost everything I've seen that Adam Sandler's done. Yeah, look, I A mean, lot of people hate him, though. Well, I mean, it's just because it got old. It was one of those things that, like, kind of got a bit dated. Yeah, um, fair Kind of like Rob Schneider. <laughs> a bit got a bit <laughs> dated, I think. Everyone just kind of got... Rob Schneider. Do, yeah. do, 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 do. It's because of South Park. Yeah. Rated PG-13. <laughs> um, yeah, just kind of got one of those outdated humor. But, like, 
you can still watch like Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore and still laugh hysterically. Yeah, yeah I agree. Those classics. I think it's just some of the later ones. Um, but yeah, good piece of music. Um, very floaty. Melody's very spaced out. Um, but still got that rhythm because, you know, got to remember it's still a platformer. Yeah. Um, it still needs to be intense enough. Um, but kind of give that variety to match the environment that it's in. All right. So what's the next one? We have... Oh, I love this one. I love it. So... Me too. We are getting to, like, end game stuff. Um, there's basically... I would like to think of this as, like, the first of three stages of the end. Yeah. Um, this is uh, called The Fateful Return. It's when you're basically going uh, through, like, the castle, like, the beginning of the castle, like, the like the opening bit getting to like the entrance like the proper entrance yep um yeah let's have a listen to it i agree <laughs> I know we can't hear it there, but it does have a little reference to like some of the other themes, I guess you could say. Or like well, the, the main beginning. Theme. Main theme, yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I just like it's such a good uh I know it's good when you hold your head like that. Summary of <laughs> <laughs> You like hold your brain to like contain the energy. You're like, Overload. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's like exploding. But it's like it's an excellent crescendo pace. It really yes. builds. And the thing is, it like... So this level is like a lot of Mega Man games. Again, I... I well, I, actually, I'm not sure of a lot of Mega Man games. But it's like a... A uh, summary of all the enemies you've kind of come across in the past. All the different kinds of scenarios you've mm-hmm. come across. Um, so it's got like... It's like a reflection. That that eagle enemy, like that big eagle enemy. Yep. Um, it's got like the cauldrons uh, tipping down. It's got like the darkness bit around the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like the amalgamation of all the trials that you've already overcome. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it reflects that so nicely. Um, add to the fact that it's got like thunder and lightning in the background yep. too during this bit. Um, and the music has little references to all kinds of different themes as well. Yes. Like, not even just the main theme. And that it's an excellent piece of music. Yeah, I don't, like, it's got that, like, kind of matching with the uh, Requiem of Shield mind. It's got that, like, you know, I've come this far. I'm struggling now. Like, it's been such a huge journey already. Yeah. But I've got to keep pushing but, but on. It's, yeah, it's motivating. It's yeah. like a, an encouraging piece of music. It's crazy. Because it kind of, like, starts off with that really mellow bit, like... Oh no, like I see all the stuff that's in front of me. Cause I guess like when Shovel Knight's looking that way, we're looking at it from a side perspective, but he's looking at it from a front perspective, looking yep. like, 
Oh no. <laughs> just like, just oh, like. Oh no. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> just like all art, um, the story is everything. Mm. Um, the emotional connection is more important than the instruments used. And I think that this entire soundtrack is the embodiment of that. Every track has its emotional place in the story mm. and, and reflects it perfectly or near perfectly. And this is one of the better ones where like it's got those moments of like, oh my God, this is the end. This yeah. is intense. And it's got those moments of no, but I'm okay. Let's push on. And like, it's, it's perfect for the position that the level's in the game, if yes. that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, absolutely. Yeah. I just, um, in terms of the piece, yeah, like, like I said, it's just that mellow, like hopeful, but still like, oh my goodness, like what, yeah, it's just. And then I'm, like I'm later on where I'm it's screwed. like all hope is lost kind of thing. But then there's like yeah. the little glimmer of hope and things like that, you know? Well, that's the reference, yeah, to the main thing. Cause like, that's the little glimmer of hope coming through. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's pretty awesome. All right, so you've got a surprise now. <laughs> it's not really a surprise well, anymore. Well, not for me, <laughs> but it is for them. I mean, we know this segment's always going to come up halfway through. I guess yeah. that's No, the... it's a secret. <laughs> it's a secret. Uh, but yeah, um, so it's time to do our Let's Talk About segment, mm -hmm. where we talk about things and we discuss said things and then we move on. Excellent. So <laughs> let's talk about... Particular song in Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Downloading topic. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Download 50%. <laughs> Just give it a minute. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's interesting with this one because uh, we're going to talk about a particular piece of music as we've been doing. Um, but this one doesn't really gel well with us. Now, we actually discussed this like a few years back now. Yeah. Um, when we were listening to the soundtrack and... Uh, kind of discussing it and such. Um, and this is one that we don't feel like fits as strongly as some of the other ones that we've kind of listened to in the past. Mm. So probably, we get it. probably one of the weakest tracks. It's one of the weaker ones. We still enjoy it. Um, even though I hate this level with a passion, mm. um, even, especially the boss as well. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's one of the weaker ones. I'm not going to say I absolutely hate it, but it's for me at least it's one of the weaker ones um so we're gonna listen to it. it's called a cool reception it is for the ice uh level i guess you could say what's the night called in this one polar night polar night there we go all right let's have a listen to it and then yep. we'll discuss interesting because now listening to it, i'm like i don't mind it anymore but like no it's not it a just... bad piece of music that's just it that that's 
why we're talking about it though, right? <laughs> I think it's a very interesting... A piece of... No, but here's the thing. Like, uh, well, I'm going to start off, okay? Yeah, it's like, all right, okay. <laughs> you can so, put it down, like... I'm not going to tear it down. I think it's a really good piece of music. Mm. I just think that it's misplaced. It, it just doesn't quite fit in where I think it should. Now, now it's quite an intense piece of music. Yes. So what I will say is that that reflects in the level. The level is intense and yep. scary and you could insta-die at any point because there's so many spikes and things like that. So it's very intense. But it's got a very mysterious feel, this track. It's very like almost a bit spooky, like, ooh, like what's going on? But that doesn't fit an ice level. If anything, spooky can either be like a graveyard or it can be like a dark forest. You feel like it could fit more Spectre Knight than anything else. Like yeah, if it was going to fit anyone, it would probably be more Spectre Knight. But they had to give him something cool, like, because Spectre Knight's so cool, yeah, right? Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So, this track, like I said, I feel like I could see this song in a dark forest. Mm. More so than in an icy world. Like, yeah. it's Fifty Shades of Blue, this level. Like, it's <laughs> it's just all kinds of blue and ice. It is a lot of blue. And, you know, you know what it's missing? It's missing those little tinkly high-end bits that ice is usually represented with. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. I'm trying to think how that would be recreated in a in an eight-bit. Uh, it's been done before. Environment. Did Mega Man ever have any ice? I can't levels? remember. Yeah. I they would have. I can't really remember any. But and I'm Mega trying Man, to think of well, other. The thing is, Mega Man is very mechanical, and even if there was an ice level. A lot of the times it might be in a factory or something like that, so you could get away with making it more mechanical. Yeah, I see what you mean. Now, what I'll say in this one's defense, because I actually thought of a few things with yeah, this. Yeah, go for it. So, the title, A Cool Reception. Cool being more suggestive to, like, jazzy kind of style. Yep. And is very, uh, cool in a sense. I when guess. you don't think about, like, the main melody's, uh, texture, like the particular palette it yeah. uses. Um... It's got a bit more of a jazzier, like, cool vibe. Um, yeah, I'd say so. The other Minor. thing that, like... Because when I think about the level, it is icy, but it's also snow. And one thing that reflects the snow is that... That whole, like, almost like a sled going across. Because oh, yeah. there are a few, like, sled enemies from what I remember. Like, yeah. At least ones that slide across things. Yeah, there are. And, um, yeah, so that kind of is a bit more reflecting of that environment, I suppose. Um, the, the other thing though, I'll say, like, if we're just pushing, like, the reason why we don't think it fits that whole thing, um, I would say that even just in terms of the piece of music itself, it doesn't really have a B section that's very thrilling compared to like the other songs, which like the B sections tend to be really cool yep. and like really nice, like compared to the A section, um, like a really nice breakaway. This one's just kind of like... Let's just do, like, the snow, like, bobsleddy effect, like, a bit more. Yeah. And then just, I don't know, it's just, like, another melody thrown in there. Kind I can of, agree with that. You know, it's it's not really impactful. Yeah. Um, And just kind of adds to me because, like, the whole fact that I hate this level sort of <laughs> thing. Just, like, it's very uh frustrating to hear this. And I'm like, oh, it's just, you know, just reminds me of bad times. Yeah. And maybe that's what's adding to with the whole, like, thing. I don't like it because it's interesting because this, like, isn't the only one I don't particularly like. The other uh, music I don't like is the, um, you know, the, like, mini bosses or, like, that team of oh, yeah, uh, yeah. other heroes, I yep. guess you could say. 
I don't like that piece of music just simply on the basis that I hate those boss fights. Yeah, fair Because they're so frustrating. Yeah. Um, and I just see that I hear them and I'm like, oh, it's just bad times. Yeah. It's just bad times. That's fair. And, and I mean, at the end of the day, a game is really just its emotional, uh, personal attachment to you. Yes. Uh, and so that can happen. Anyway, we're going to take a short intermission because I need to go to the bathroom. Oh, you do. <laughs> Have we ever taken an intermission intermission before? Nope. Sweet. Cool. All right, here we go. I'm going to... Just got to walk out of the town real quick. All right, cool. No worries. All right, we're going to take an intermission here. What have we got next? I've got to look at this list. Oh, the next one's awesome. I love it. Oh. So what have you guys been up to? I can tell you what I've been up to. Actually, I, I wanted to bring this up earlier on, but uh, Cam wasn't there. So, uh, you know, loot boxes in games um actually it's kind of fitting for uh the music that we have at the beginning because that's very half stone like and uh um you can get like the uh the decks like the the booster packs i guess they're called but yeah i just spent like 30 dollars on a crate in uh rocket league or not a crate i bought like sorry it was keys i bought keys i got 20 keys for rocket league crates and uh it's the biggest waste of money I ever did. Like, I could have bought a game for that. I could have bought Bloodborne with the DLC, because that's on sale right now. I'm so, like, I'm so upset with myself. Like, terribly upset. I mean, I got a Cool Wheels. I got Cool Wheels, sorry. Um, but, uh, you know, I got, like, what else did I get? It's like, 80%, like, decal. And that was it. It wasn't even good decal. It was like a wolf one and it just hardly covered the car. It was just awful. Like, I, yeah, but I got cool wheels and I got a cool like thing you can put on like gloss, like glossy sort of style on the cars. It was, uh, it was pretty disappointing. You see what happens when like I don't have anyone else to kind of be... I think Cam is like the one that gives me direction in these podcasts because otherwise I'm just going to like ramble on about the randomest stuff. Hey man, how's it going? You're back? Hello. I just talked about, like, Rocket League for about two minutes straight. Oh, I'll have to cut that out then. How's it? <laughs> Can't have that in my podcast. That's <laughs> like, filthy. Yeah, it's disgusting. I was just mentioning how, like, I bought, um... You're gonna hate this, but, uh, I bought $30 worth of keys, uh, and for crates in the game, and I got absolutely nothing for them, like decal and stuff. Dude, I feel you. They, they get you. I've Those had the same thing boxes. happen to me with Fire Emblem Heroes, and I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? <sighs> it's just my... I, I, yeah, it was awful. Mobile games are vampires. They're, they're fun <laughs> they vampires. Leech. They leech all your cash. They do. But you got to stay strong. Especially from seven-year-olds that don't know what they're doing. Yeah, they buy the big sack of gems, and then <laughs> and then Jack Black loses like $4,000 because of giant sacks of gems that his kid wanted. <laughs> that actually happened and he complained about it on like the tonight show or something and was like they better give me my money back kind of thing jack black yep wow that's great that's that's bad parenting kids at home that's right don't just remember kids don't be a bad parent all right anyway <laughs> anyway Moving on to the next song. There this is go. your. You can introduce this one. It's I your love this one. All right, calm down. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> so uh, this is called the Defender. I love that title. Um, <laughs> so 
the one we heard just earlier on, the uh, the fateful return, the tower approach one, like the first stage of the the end game. Yeah. Um, this is basically the boss fight for that. Um, it's Black Knight's uh, basically the final battle you have with him. Black Knight's like the rival of the game. Yes, absolutely. Like the like the warrior with this game. Like the, no, because like the, they uh, both want the same thing. They both want to save Shield Knight, but they're just taking different ways in doing it. I was just thinking of more like you know like the anti, like it's not exactly yeah, but the warrior's fat villain. and ugly. That's true. <laughs> black Knight is uh, cool. He's black and edgy. <laughs> He's edgy. Yeah, he is. That is true. When you wear black armor, you know you're pretty edgy. Yeah, and he's got like red tips on his armor. He's like the ultimate badass. He's got red tips. Yeah. That's great. All right. So, Defender, let's have a listen to it. Yep. into that if we if we talk about any moments that are like the best storytelling in my opinion this has got to be that moment like out of all of it i would say um well jake hoffman does what he does best which is mixing themes and mixing ideas together to create this multi-emotional piece of music hmm. which is exactly what this is when you have a good uh structure a good base to to fall like to to uh create music on like it just uh you can do wonders with it and that's what like it's good storytelling to begin with and he just had like a good basis to work on and uh go completely ham on and that's what he's done i've heard that apparently jake hoffman kind of he, he thinks up the concepts in his own head mm. before he even does anything like he doesn't he doesn't go like bar by bar like a lot of composers do like i do yeah he actually thinks up the concept and the idea like initially and sort of has an idea for what it's supposed to sound like and then he puts the pieces in uh it's quite incredible actually i feel like i was like that i just didn't know how to properly execute it because i would like visualize it and then i'd be like okay how do i actually do that (laughs) so that other people can hear it i can hear it but no one else can (laughs) that's normal not being able to reach your own expectations like nothing will ever be perfect yeah but um yeah i think that like, I definitely... I, I have ideas, but I still write bar, bar, bar. Yeah. Like, I still go, all right, we've got to start off with something. All right, let's try this. Put in these instruments. He's like, no, I know exactly what instruments I want. I know exactly what kind of sound I want. Uh, and he just sort of puts it all in. For sure. And then refines it all. Absolutely. So, the thing that has the biggest impact on me, like I said, is the storytelling. So, like, to, to set the scene, um, Black Knight is basically... Would you say, like in love with Shovel Knight or like the same kind of what? you know oh, it's Shield Knight oh okay not not in love with Shovel Knight sorry yeah, I guess they not. have mixed around um, 
in love with Shield Knight. Not maybe not necessarily, but basically wants to save oh, Shield Knight. It could Knight be a little bit of a love least. triangle. It's just not very like it's not like a heavily. Uh, um, I'm not trying to. I'm trying to think of the word. I mean, it, it's not like forced upon you. It's like up to your interpretation. But for the most part, you figure it's kind of a love triangle. But yeah. really, Shovel Knight and Shield Knight are supposed to be together because they were partners and everything. True. So it's like kind of you know two people picking different pathways. Yeah. Um, one is choosing the more like noble way, and the other one's choosing like. Well, what they feel like is right. It's, it's not even right or wrong. It's like they both have the same goal. They're just choosing yep. different ways that they feel actually work. Yep. And in uh, Black Knight's case, it's more, you know, making a deal with the devil in a sense. Yeah. And uh, Join the dark side to go under it behind his back kind of thing. Essentially. Um, like the Anakin Skywalker of, of, of Shovel Knight. Yeah, kind of. Kind choosing of. the different side to, to save the ones that he loves. Yeah, that's it. Um, and I think this definitely has a bit more impact because this is like the third time you fight Black Knight and he actually consumes like a potion. Mm -hmm. um, it was given to him by the Enchantress. And it's kind of like sacrifice. It's making that sacrifice to, you know, I'm going to morph my body and maybe potentially destroy myself in the process to defend and save Shield Knight. Yeah. It's really like, it kind of makes me feel really sympathetic for both sides. It's yeah. crazy. Like, and that's good storytelling. It just it's an oh, excellent game. It gives me chills just thinking about it. Like, yeah. it's really, like, that's why it had such a huge impact. And it's especially that, like, 10 to 15 second part. Yeah. Like, the, the oh, it just, mm, just makes me, oh, it's so good. Yep. I can't, I can't express how much I love this piece this is, enough. This is his peak of the week. I, like, it, 100%. it would be if I, absolutely. Just, uh, oh, I can't get over it. I need a I need a minute. <laughs> Just inside. Oh, jeez. All right, let's let's move on before it gets too intense for you. It's too, is it getting hot in here? So the next one, this is this is a big piece of music. This is the final battle. Oh, the yeah. that Well, I won't say anything. It's just the final battle. Is the final boss. Uh, so let's just have a listen. It's called uh, the Betrayer. Mm. That bit there that you just faded out of is like my favorite bit. It's so good. Um, it's this. I mean, this is the epitome of like the journey coming together for the final battle. And there's so much of like the the Shovel Knight themes in there coming in and out, and then yes. taking a dark turn, and then and then it gets to this section where it's it sounds like it's looped, but then mm. rather than looping, it goes to a completely different section that's more intense. And mm. it's such good writing. It is. It actually it is. makes me a little bit sad. I wish I was this good. No, oh, one day, man. One day, it'll get there. It, it takes time. All of this stuff. Like, imagine how long he's been riding this uh, this way for. Like, it's well, uh, he's been an excellent ship tuner. 
Yeah. Like that that was his specialty and so bam, they come out with a game that's chip tuned and yeah. he nails it. Like that's he what well, knocks it out of the park because you work to your strengths, right? Yeah, for sure. And, and he whilst he's an excellent composer, uh, just in general, mm. his chip tuning is you could even say almost second to none. Like he's one of the best chip tuners in the world, I would say. Hmm. So obviously, he's going to knock it out of the park with For something sure. like Shovel Knight. I, I, I especially like that bit where it's like the yeah. that whole bit. You'll you'll know if you yeah. listen back to it. Um, but uh, I think just because like it happens so late in the track, at that point you're kind of getting to the halfway point, maybe even further if you've done really well. Yep. Or if you're a speedrunner, you've already done it like 30 seconds ago. <laughs> um, but either way, like, it just gets that point where it's like that that crazy bit where like I'm low on health, they're getting low on health, it's getting really intense. Yeah. I'm like, oh, can I make it? Like, it's it's that bit of the of the yeah, particular it's stage. It's great having that intensity. Yeah. It's like, oh, uh, just those those feelings when everything's so intense and you feel like the stakes are so high, but really you just try again. <laughs> but like, yeah. it feels more intense because of the music. For sure. One thing we haven't really uh, come across much yet, um, which we will definitely do in a separate episode numerous times, is uh, boss fight music. Oh yeah, that'd and, be a good one. And uh, talking about what we feel kind of makes a structure of boss fights. And what especially that- for something like this. <laughs> What's that? I was going to say, we'll have the main theme from Doki Doki Literature Club. Because it will just be like... pretty intense boss, that one. It's just... Oh, messes with the mind. But yeah, I think with this one... The thing is, is like, you get into it and you know it's intense and crazy. So they throw that at you and then the really epic stuff happens in the middle. Yeah. Because they know that's the part where you need to keep your endurance going. Yeah. Um, that's when it's that's when it's getting more intense because you're low on health and the boss is getting low on health, hopefully. <laughs> Which is, it's an interesting contrast because it's like, they start with the crazy stuff and then the more epic drawn out stuff is actually made more intense yep. because of the contrast of the crazy stuff with yeah. the actual crazy stuff. It makes that second section more crazy. Yeah, it's a weird like it's it's multi level crazy. Yeah, <laughs> what was it? Multi level crazy. Multi level crazy. Yeah. Fourth wall breaking crazy. Yeah, multi dimensional. Uh, what was that movie called? Um, Inception. It's it's crazy Inception. Yeah, yeah, like Ferris Bueller. Yeah. <laughs> That's f- that's fourth wall breaking. But it was his day off. Was it? Yeah, it's, it was his day off. <laughs> it's like, oh, I got a cameraman here. His name's Tony. I'll just talk to him. Sup, Tony? Okay. So moving along, it's like Spaceballs. <laughs> it's the best movie, dude. I love I'm it. not getting into Spaceballs. That love- movie's amazing. That's true. We'll, we'll bring it up in the eight bit movies uh, uh, yeah. episode. That we <laughs> eight bit movies. Eight bit movies. Um, I love fourth wall breaking movies. They're great. Um, all right, so next song, yeah, uh, a return to order. This is the credit song, yes, and it's without a doubt probably the most skilled and one of the most amazing pieces of music. I mean, he does what he does best, which is mixing themes. Yeah. So this takes bits of literally all the themes from the game mm. and puts them into one big song, and it's incredible. We won't be able to go through the whole song, so highly recommend that you listen to this in your own time if you can you know what sucks when we eventually do an episode on credit music 
we're only going to get to sample like beginning of ones. It's going to be such a pain for the audience. You know, to we, listen we could to. do we could do um like a like if we're we're kind of busy and we don't have to, time to record things, mm. we can um have like a radio episode or something and just play music oh, yeah. uh, for an episode and just just so people have something to listen to. That'd be good. That'd be and, good. and we could play credits music. Yeah, sounds good. Because yeah, I think credit music boss music and then i was thinking earlier on first level music yeah those are definitely some topics we'll have to come back to definitely for uh later on good old shovel knight bringing out the the ideas for for podcasts in the future (laughs) i love it okay so let's listen to a return to order ending painful i didn't want you to turn it down i know but we have to it's getting like it's later on in the song that's like my favorite it's like the two and a half minute mark we're pretty much already at an hour so so sad Mm. you know what's funny before this episode we had like a list of 17 songs as per usual yeah and then like you would remove one and be like no don't put it back yeah we actually removed one and he said to put it back so we did put it back yeah and it wasn't even the one that he like wanted it was one of the ones i wanted he was like no it's good put it back (laughs) and then you like try and remove one i'm like no put it back don't take it away we never really done that before i was just like put it back yeah don't (laughs) we need it but um yeah highly recommend you listen to this one in your spare time this one is incredible especially after you've played the game and you know the songs yes it's just like this big moment of reflection and you're just hearing all these songs for sure this oh here's the bit that's it's at the two minute mark just so people know my favorite bits at the two minute mark until like the polar night bit <laughs> and that's about it because you hate polar night yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. um even though i don't mind that section um like that particular part of the song yeah um yeah this is really awesome because well i'm trying to think of games that are of that era that reflected on all the stuff that happened in the past this is basically like a uh uh, reflection on the uh, like all the knights um, sees how they're kind of living now that mm-hmm. the, the war is over or the battle is over yeah um, some of them are working with like the villagers others are like on their own in seclusion yeah or just doing random stuff like I think well, Tinker Knight's helping like the kids and stuff like build stuff yeah like well it is called a return to order so it's like now that the evil's gone everything's yeah. back to happy times yeah it's it's really cool um I think I really liked it. It's the only time I really like those other heroes. They're like, they come along and they're all part of a team now. And yeah. like fighting off the enemy, like different enemies and stuff. That's really cool bit. 
Well, um, I mean, the knights were never like enemies. They're all just doing their own thing in their own kingdoms, really. Hmm. Uh, it was just the enchantress that was like, well, if you know the story of of the Spectre Knights, Spectre of Torment, mm-hmm. um, they were rounded up by Spectre Knight. Oh, because basically he got blackmailed and was like, you have to do this. And so he's like, okay. So he goes around, defeats all the knights, and then they all got recruited into the Enchantress's army. Interesting. That's there not a go. huge spoiler, by the way. That's yeah. just the general story. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a great... Um, the thing I really like about this too is that um, it it's not like just a recreate because you think with credits music it's just going to be like a recreation of all of their themes it's not necessarily taking each of their the themes of those levels it's taking the palette yeah and that's pretty much it and i actually really like that because there's nothing that makes me more sick of a song than uh when it's constantly referencing other songs it's a good technique don't get me wrong and it's necessary because you don't want it to be completely different yeah but I think the thing that, like, there's got to be some sort of tie. And I like the fact that this cohesion comes from not the same melodies and palette, but just the palette itself. Yeah, um, that's And true. that's all you need to kind of reference back to those kind of bits. Well, the creative thing about it is that it'll go into, like, a theme that you know. Mm-hmm. And then it'll, it won't just, like, change to the next theme. It'll mm-hmm. keep the same key or maybe modulate. Uh, but it will, it'll move from this song to this song but they'll do it smoothly yeah so it's like a new little piece of music because it's adding on the extra bits and tying the loose ends together to make this big string of references absolutely yeah it's uh it's yeah that's the other thing with this yeah amazing transitions between all the different themes because you really could have uh you could have really butchered this one and just like done copied and pasted in there and it just wouldn't have felt like it continued on. Well, I mean, it probably would have been good enough, but he went above and beyond, right? Like, and it shows it's, it's an excellent piece of music. Absolutely. Just like like every friggin' song in this entire game. There we go. Yeah. It's, it's it's almost like we we can base an entire episode just based on shuffle. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) We should do that one day. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Cool. Sounds good. Um, Alright, so the next one. Now, this is an interesting one. This is from the Plague of Shadows DLC. So, this is um, Plague Knight's story. Yes. Um, So, we'll have a listen to it, and then I'll tell you the story behind it, because it's got a funny story. Sweet. Alright. I didn't mention the title actually the title is called waltz for one makes sense which makes sense it is a waltz and it is for one and it no oh, that's sad well it's kind of cute see it is well, mm. it's cute, it's cute. <laughs> so, until you get the achievement you're like 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what I am. No, basically, so basically, Plague Knight, he's, he seems like the evil, weird scientist, but he's got a soft spot for his lab assistant in this game, who's uh, kind of the cute... And she's very tall, too, so he's like this little short Plague Knight guy, and he's got a crush on his lab assistant. And um, she's a very likeable character. Anyway, when you return to the base after one of your missions, you don't come all the way into the base, you just sort of show up and you see her doing a waltz and she's dancing by herself Mm. and this music's playing so you can actually move and continue if you want to and then she'll stop dancing yeah but you can just wait because obviously as you know who i am i'm like oh i want to see like i want to listen to the music i want to see what happens if i don't come in yeah yeah and so if you listen to it for like a minute roughly then you get the achievement creep (laughs) (laughs) which i thought that was amazing i i got that achievement i was like yeah, I mean they're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love achievements on that. It, r- it reminds me of um, when I first played uh, Slender: The Arrival. Oh yeah. And there's like a playground around the beginning of the game. You go down the slide and you get an achievement for going down the <laughs> yeah. slide. I'm like, it's so dumb for like yeah. a horror game. Like, I like it. It's like so funny though, and fitting as well. But yeah, very cute story in this one. Now. This particular location, is this underneath the first town? Yes. Because you can hear that in the music. Yeah. You can actually hear the, you know, the do, 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 do. Yeah, it is a bit like that, isn't it? That whole, like, bass and, like, the rhythmic part is the same structure. Even though it's in a different time signature. Yeah. It's got that same feel. Again, excellent at references. Yeah. Like, enough that it, like, fits the environment still but enough that it's like different yeah. on its own um yeah and I, I mean it's a waltz so it fits her dancing yeah um i mean i haven't played the dlc i don't know if i'd mentioned that yet um but uh yeah i can definitely visualize this as as fitting for sure yeah um it's like the, i can imagine the environment it's in and yeah like it's uh Definitely, like, it, it just needs to be a waltz. A nice yep. waltz that fits the environment. That's all it needs to be. It's a nice piece. It sure is. Okay, so moving on to the next DLC, which is... Uh, pro- I think I prefer this one over Plague of Shadows because it's very cool. Yeah. And it's a bit longer too. Uh, so this one's from the Spectre of Torment where you play mm. a Spectre Knight. Um, and this is an interesting piece. This is called um, Facing the Task. And it's actually a remix of one of the other songs. Like, I mean, most of the soundtrack is remixes, I guess, yeah. of um, the first game. But this one in particular is very cool and different. Yep. Um, and it just stood out to us when we were listening. So mm. let's have a listen. Yeah.
Oh, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised with this one. Um, because I know that you really love the original, uh, like, Shovel Knight version of uh, Mole Knight's uh, I do. Like, level. Yeah, it's um, one and, of my favourites. And this is the one that it's based on. It's uh, the Mole Knight, like, lava, a cavey kind yeah. of, yeah, fiery level, I guess you could call it. But it's, it's very upbeat and, and fun, but this one is, like, very, it's, it's really increased in intensity. And, and it's cool. It's very dark. It is, and that's and that's what I was I was thinking. I'm like, well, what makes this um like still the same kind of level? Because we never disliked the other one, which we still thought was fiery. Yeah. I guess, but this one, it sounds more fiery, and I think it's because of that whole darker kind of tones and. Yeah. Uh, because darkness is intense. I mean, sorry, fire is intense. Yeah. Just like we were talking about. Yeah, for sure. Um. It's just such an interesting, uh, yeah, contrast because they they sound like two different like pieces. Like, but, well, they don't, but like the like it's, it's an interesting like yeah. It it really took me by surprise when I heard this. Well, but at the same time, I would say that this song on its own might not be as good to listen to as the first one. Yeah. But when you listen to the first one and you've heard it for a long time and then you listen to this one, it's very cool to hear. Because yeah. mm. you're like, oh, that's a very creative way of doing the same song. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's just like... Because it doesn't have like... I mean, a lot of these have like the variety... Um, like it goes straight from one bit to another like really quickly. This kind of like stays on that same like do 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 for like about a minute or something. Yeah, like almost. it's on there for a while. Um and if anything that makes it a bit more uh dramatic. Um because I suppose that the whole uh dramaturgy perception is that dramaturgy. <laughs> throwing words at me, dramaturgy. Do you remember that's what our old professor from uni used to say all the time? That's true, yeah. The dramaturgy. It's all about like dramaturgy. Like someone's throwing up drama. Yeah. It sounds like some dramaturgy. <laughs> it's a weird word, isn't it? Like bleh. dramaturgy. Dramaturgy. But um Oh now I forgot what I was gonna say. Sorry. You distracted me I'm with sorry. dramaturgy. <laughs> um Oh, yeah, the whole, like, fact that... It, I guess it's assumed that the person would have already played through Shovel Knight um, to get to this point. So it's almost like they know that they would have already heard this piece of music and so we're going to give it a different... I was going to go somewhere with this point, but I've forgotten about it because of drama I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it was like, yeah, the whole darkness sort of side of it spaced out a bit more. Yeah, it's like um, this it's like the same area from a different perspective. Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah, exactly. Something like that. Um because you're playing it, a Spectre Knight here. You're here to hunt down more Knight. It wouldn't have as him. much impact if you hadn't have played Shovel Knight's bit before. No. That's what, and that's what I was saying before that like on its own the track is cool but it's not like this is the best song ever. Yeah. But the first one's really good, and then you hear this one, you're like, man, this is awesome. Yeah. It changes everything. For sure. Context is context is everything. It is. It is, absolutely. Okay. It's all about the journey. Let's go to the next one. This is the last one. Ooh. And as I always say, not last but not the least, mm. uh, this one is called The Magic Mirror. Ooh. And this is, again, from Spectre of Torment. Oh. And this is the main sort of hub area, like, I guess what you would call the town in Shovel Knight. This is the main area that you keep coming back to in between missions. Okay. Is this the same towns that, uh, or is this a different, um, 
area to uh no like, this is the this is, this is um like the last level of the game oh tower. that tower area yeah that's yep. the hub okay cool yeah sweet awesome all right so let's have a listen fitting for a tower isn't it cool it's like so it's got that sort of like um feeling of like royalty and importance like a castle like um you know like a royal chamber and it's got that classical music that like classical romantic style kind of music and then it's got um just this sort of darker undertones like this isn't this we're very royal and very proper here kind of thing but our intentions are not you know, they're a bit below the table. Yeah, yeah. Just... <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're a, we're the evil side of the high, the high and rich kind of thing. Just some like really happy organ player in the corner, and then everyone's like, "Kill them all!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very nice piece of music. I like it a lot. <laughs> it is. I mean, like, it's just such a nice. Uh... Um, I'd love to hear a piano version of this song. Classical, yeah, like Baroque. What would, you, would it be Baroque period? Um, I think I'm it's classical. Classical. This is like, like Mozart stuff. Yeah, like that style, that era of... Uh, it's very nice writing. Um, yeah, it's just nice to listen to. And like you said, just fits the environment. Yeah, very uh, jaunty and fun. Yep, exactly. Which is it's such an interesting, like... Uh, move away from uh, it's it's such a crazy move away from um, all the other pieces of music you've heard in the game. Yeah, especially um, that start bit, mm-hmm. the like how so spaced out it is. Yeah, um, it's really nice. A good breakaway from everything. It sure is. And again, different perspectives. This is the when you're on the evil side. This is what our little bass sounds like when we're all happy and everything's going well. That's so. But then when the when the protagonist rocks up to storm the castle, it's way intense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's right. it's like one of the lower levels that Shovel Knight never gets to. Yeah. It's like <laughs> I imagine as you were still like doing those levels, the organ player is still there. Like, yeah, just below. Just playing. Still. Yeah, I can imagine this on like a harpsichord or something like that. It'd yeah. be great. Like that, like that job that just never ends. It's like even the tower falls, it's gonna still keep playing. Yeah. <laughs> so it reminds me of that Dungeons and Dragons thing, the, the bartender. You know. Oh uh, yeah, the he's that, always like, cleaning the glass. As like as the as the the, the place is collapsing, he's just still there behind the bar cleaning. He's still that cleaning glass. the glass. It's all he's got to live for. Man. Doesn't give a damn. <laughs> he's like he's got a job to do. He can't let the the circus falling above him change anything he's still gonna get it done yeah he's still got a service to to uphold yep that's funny there you go all right that's good now 
It's a good episode. We've missed something here. Have we? You forgot to give us a pick a week. Oh. Oh! What have you done? I've forgotten. All right, we're going to go back and listen to my pick of the week, okay? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, all right. Well, you can yeah, put just it in the real background. Quick. Oh, yeah, okay. We'll put it on in the background. Yeah, we'll do that. All right, so my pick of the week... <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, it's a tough one. You know, this is why I didn't pick, because I'm just so... I can't decide. Um... Oh, the intensity is killing me. Yeah, I know. It's, it's intense for me too, man. Uh, I think I'm going to have to give it to... I think I'm going to have to give it to... <laughs> I'm going to have to give it to the Fateful Return. The Tower Approach. The Tower Approach? Yeah. I want to play it. Yep. There we go. Just play it in the background. Fateful Return. Tower approach. Oh, I'm blind now. Like, because yeah. I went from like dark vision. I had like the hands over my eyes. I'm like, oh, it's bright. Yeah, this one would be my pick of the week. I'd say. They're like, I'm looking at the other tracks and thinking like, this one's probably the best one. This yeah. is the one I have the most love for. Um, but I wouldn't say it's my favorite track in the whole soundtrack. Okay. Well, what's your favorite track in the whole soundtrack? You then? can you can guess. The Lost City. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Because of the thing that you hear that yeah. <laughs> no one else can. Yeah, I, I hear like magic notes that don't actually appear. Like they're magic not there. Magic notes. Like I literally, whenever I sort of sing that song or I'm thinking it in my head as I listen to it, yeah. I hear imaginary notes in the song. Just, I guess it would be my rendition of how I would do it yeah. if I wrote the song. And, and, I, and it makes it even better to me. And so I just think it's the best song, even though it's more than I, I believe it to be. I love your bass. I'm pretty sure like you were, we were, you were like, hold on, let, yeah. let's turn it up. And you were like, nah, I, it's not there. Yeah, you were like, nah, maybe it is there. And so we turned it up really loud and you were sitting there analyzing the part over and over yeah. again going, nah, it's in your head. It's yeah. not real. These phantom <laughs> it's not notes. real, man. Phantom magician notes. Yeah. What kind of sorcery is this? Um, it's good for me. It's not as good for everyone else. It's hilarious though because I'm pretty sure like when we discussed it at the time That was the reason why it was your favorite song was it even just that little bit. Yeah like, <laughs> no, like, it And it's exist. not even real. <laughs> yeah But it exists to me because I hear it, right? It's like me saying, oh, who's my best friend? Oh, it's Jerry. He's just like the dwarf that's in the corner over there. Yeah. It's like some imaginary like Yeah, I just believe him to be there and yeah. he's great. Say hi to everyone, Jerry. <laughs> He says hi back. Yeah. <laughs> like, just nothing. Like, oh, oh, that's funny. But yeah, no, good pick. I, I, while I really love the Defender, um, this is also a very amazing pick. I think it's just overall this level because it transitions between the yeah. two. Um, I think is, the whole soundtrack's good. Just, uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, uh, it's, hard, it's hard to choose because it's such a good all-round soundtrack. It's pretty banging. Yeah, I mean, Jake Coffin's just awesome. Like, if we did an episode on Shantae, I'd have the same trouble. I'd be like, oh, I just like them all. I think we'll need to. I think um, we'll need to get me onto our Shantae and... Uh... Well, I know that you love the music, because you've already heard it and oh, for it's sure. blowing your mind. It's pretty awesome. Even just the little bits that I watched you play was uh, was pretty fun to, to watch. And yep. uh, seemed like the game would be right up my alley. I'd just get, a, get off my butt and play it. Yep. Which is, or get on my butt and play it. Because I don't know oh, many yeah. people that play games when they're standing, standing up. up. <laughs> they would if they wanted to lose weight. 
Although, mind you, sometimes I wanted to stand up playing Rocket League and put my fist through the screen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I tell you, I like muted the chat with that. Yeah, you did. Like, even the quick chat. Yeah, you have told and me. And now I'm like, I want to mute like the ending because you can like flip the car around. Like, you can do things with the cars, like the <laughs> ending thing. <laughs> like, you know what people do? I know, they what shoot the engine in your face. So dumb. <laughs> Like, how, way to ruin every single element of that game to make it the trolliest game possible. Like, I start with, like, muting the all the chat. Like, so muting just the, like, typing chat. Yeah. Then, like, the, the, the quick emotes. chat's abused. Yep. And then now it's, like, the outro, but you can't mute that. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Just turn your screen off. I'm sure there'd be something else that, like... Actually, you know what? It's During the game, when someone's winning, mm. they'll, like, just sit there and let you get a goal. That's trolling as well. Disrespect. It's so... Oh, it's so... Dis oh, the other thing too that's disrespectful, when they get a goal that you can, like, skip to, like, continue the game on, yep. they'll just leave it. They will, like, they'll want to rub it oh, in your face the right. fact they got a goal. It's like, oh, I'm like, skip it, like, skip Why it. Why do you even skip play it. this game, skip man? It. You hate it. I don't... Oh, You like, hate this game, but I you just, play oh, it. I don't know. Because it's a cool concept. They just... The, the, the trolliest people on the planet play this game. Well, it's... No, it's everyone who plays online games. I just... Oh, it's <laughs> so triggering. Soundtrack's great, though. I'd highly recommend the soundtrack. We haven't actually played any Rocket League stuff on here. I don't know if it would get, uh... Copyright infringement on though, because like a lot of it's got vocals, so I don't know if it's like maybe yeah I don't know, but it's a really good soundtrack. I highly recommend, and they're always uh, adding new stuff to it. Mm. So uh, it's pretty cool. All right, well, thank you for joining us for the Shovel Knight episode. I hope you enjoyed. I did. If you didn't, then <laughs> you should probably get your ears checked. <laughs> I can recommend some doctors. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's but it. that being like, obviously, I'm not serious. Like everyone has their own preferences. There's a lot of people that don't like 8-bit music, and that's fair. But this is probably like the cream of the crop in terms of 8-bit music. It doesn't get much better than this. I'm pretty serious. If you don't like it, you can. Uh... <laughs> You can go to a place I can't mention. <laughs> oh, they'll, they'll the tell post it like it is. You can be, yeah, yeah, go to the post office. And mail yourself to another country. <laughs> mail yourself off. Yeah, look, don't, don't go too excessive with the packaging. Just, like, get something that's within An your envelope. budget. Yeah, <laughs> within your budget. Um, put yourself in there and um, mail it to us and we'll uh, discuss with you personally <laughs> why you're wrong. Um, oh, but wrong. don't worry, we'll 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 deal with the return packaging. We'll we'll send you back in something good. Yeah, in pieces. In pieces. <laughs> <laughs> it just like gets really brutal yeah. at that point. Even though <laughs> even though you like mailed yourself somehow in an envelope. Yeah. We'll be like, we'll put you in boxes this time, but we'll put you in pieces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how. That's one how much one box per body part. <laughs> yeah. That's how much we care here at Eight uh, Bit Bards. Yeah. That's great. All right. I gotta go home, man. It's getting to that time. Yeah, I gotta turn on the air conditioner, so. It's pretty hot. It is. It's pretty hot. All right, well, I'm Cam. I'm Jamie. And we are the 8 Bit Bars. All right, bye, guys. See you guys. Thank you. Don't hate on Shovel Knight. <laughs> <laughs>